Hey, 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 everyone. You're listening to the Amazing Grace Podcast. I'm Grace Molesky. I'm here with Maddie Phelps. Maddie, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. This is my second episode, so I'm pretty excited. I am too. This is so exciting. (laughs) It's new. It's new. So I have a one question before we start. Okay. Do you like school? No. (laughs) I'd rather be doing anything else but school. Okay. Well, do you know what you want to do after school? No, so that's the thing with school is because of all the classes that I have to take this year, uh-huh. I can't take certain classes that I actually would enjoy yeah. and want to uh-huh. so that I can figure out what I want to do after high school. So yeah. right now I'm just taking a bunch of college course classes and obviously things that I need to, to graduate. get your GPA yes. and get your diploma. Before, so, yeah. I mean, right now I have no idea other than I know that I'm good at writing, not good at reading. <laughs> or I'm not, comprehension. I'm not, I, I, my comprehension is so bad. Yeah, no. I don't think I can focus through a reading like no. assessment or test. I get distracted way too fast. That was the worst part of the SATs was the reading mm-hmm. comprehension. It is not my strong suit. Not mine either. I know that I hate math and I know that I'm good at science, but not chemistry because it has math in it. I like science, but... I'm decent at math, but I don't really like it because mm. it's just the classes suck. The classes and the teachers. Oh, this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, the teachers aren't bad. It's just it's they're rough. very, very smart. But like the very, thing, very smart people. The thing about it is that like they're extremely smart, and not all of them know how. I'm not the smartest person, so. I don't think they understand how to like dumb it down to my level. Not necessarily dumb it down, but like, like water well, it down. Yeah. Break it like, down break for it people. Break it down little, like mm-hmm. piece by piece and then build it back up. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's my issue with the most teachers anyways. I mean, most teachers that work here have master's degrees, so they're all obviously very intelligent. We're very intelligent people yeah. as well, but we're not at the same level of expertise as they are. So... I mean, when they are trying to explain things, they kind of throw it at you and, and kind they, of expect you to roll with it and figure it out on your own, which I get. But sometimes it's OK to slow it down and break, break it down, it down, down more, piece yeah. by piece. And I mean, so with teaching, I feel like it would be a really hard job to do, though, because with like they have to teach it. They're taught to teach it a certain way. And true, kid, yes. every kid, I feel like, learns differently. Like, that's not an opinion. That's literally a fact. Like, mm-hmm. you're very, you have a very creative mind. So you probably learn stuff more visually. Yes. And I'm more like, I don't, I'm creative, but I don't have like a creative mind. Like, I don't see everything in an image or like a picture. I, I can like memorize stuff and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I got it now. And then I, like, I ask questions. So I'm more of a, like, I'm a hands-on learner. I like to, like. Most kids are that way as well. I think that the issue that most teachers have nowadays is that because kids learn so differently, teach Mm -hmm. one way. And if you're going to teach one way, teach it at the most basic level as you can. Do not teach it at, like, here's the information, da-da-da-da, and go. Mm -hmm. Do your assignment. Teach it. Break it down to the absolute maximum as far as you can. Make sure that everybody understands. Ask seven times if you have to, if kids understand. Because most of the time, three out of the 20 kids in that class don't know, but they're too afraid to ask. Mm -hmm. And most teachers also can be very intimidating, too, and they don't realize it. When they're like, ask me questions, I don't want to ask you questions because you look really scary. even like, so I struggle with math most of the time. And in a math class, they're like, okay, what do you, uh, if you have a question, ask it now. 
And I'm more of a like, I have to go home and try to understand it on my own. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I have no idea what I'm doing. Now I have a question. Right. So I, I understand it when they're teaching it. And like, I'm like, OK, yeah, that makes sense. And then I go home. And I'm like, I don't remember a single thing. I took notes. I'm yes. reviewing my notes. I'm like, I forget like the shortcuts or like. Uh, understanding the shortcuts that they teach I like sure. to understand those and I like to know why the answer is that or with English like you, you're you able like they want a certain answer but English everyone is comp- very controversial yeah, like, like everyone understands something in a different way so like the answers aren't going to be similar that's why I like English and I have, like biology are my favorites I liked yeah. chemistry but the math that kills me but <laughs> both of them I like anything to do with psychology or genetics or how you operate as a person or how you are as a person or the way you look in general. Mm -hmm. I like learning about things like that. It really, that's something that I probably want to carry on with me after Mm -hmm. high school, but that's the only thing that I've actually gained knowledge wise from (laughs) being in high school is kind of that I like certain things. I'm good at different things in different areas Mm -hmm. but that's my problem with high school in general is because we have all these required classes that we have to take you have no idea what you end up wanting to do I mean there's a handful of kids that'll tell you what they actually want to do they'll Mm -hmm. end up changing that I'm sure yeah I maybe I'll change mine who knows I mean those are the kids too that have 3.7 GPAs and above (laughs) <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I wish that I was there and I wish that I knew what I wanted to do. But the kids that have 3.5, 3.4s and below, I mean, we have no idea what we want to do. We are just trying to check off the boxes of classes so in you order can, to graduate. Yeah. Our main focus is graduating and making A's and B's borderline passing so that we can get to that next level. That's for me, that's my main concern is getting, is being able to get accepted into a college right now mm-hmm. is just checking off all the boxes, making sure I have all these classes done. I'm not even concerned with what I want to major in, what I want to do with my mm-hmm. life. I am concerned with graduating, graduating with honors, getting all this stuff done so that way I can go to the next part. Yeah. But, I mean, that also is an issue in itself with teachers, too, mm-hmm. and how they run their classrooms. Something that I'm – I talked to my guidance counselor about because I'm doing a speech over this and IU Public Speaking yes. is how – if high school helps prepare kids for the real world one of my main inherent issues is the flow of information throughout high school we do not have good communication at all no and there's a thing i can't remember how she explained what jag was have you ever heard of jag i actually have not what is it okay i'm gonna try and explain it as best as i can don't quote me okay but jag essentially is to help kids you go and you explore different colleges it helps you kind of get on the right path to where you want to go, what you want to do, and it helps you just gain more knowledge about yourself. Mm-hmm. Then again, I have never heard of JAG either, so I took a poll on my Instagram, and I just put in, like, random seniors from our class, and yeah. I said, how many of you have heard of JAG? And I'm pretty sure I'd have to look at my stats like on 47%. it. It's like 47%. Yeah, 47% of kids have heard of it, and then I asked who's in it, and 5% of the people that I asked were actually in it. Oh, so is it like a very small group? It's a very select. They, I asked my guidance counselor. She says it's selective to certain people, and you have to make certain requirements. But you, it shouldn't they be should have that communicated way. with yes. the like communicate I've that. Met from, though, yeah. But the thing is, is I meet those requirements that they have on there for mm-hmm. you to be in JAG, and I would have loved to do JAG. Mm-hmm. That is something. I mean, with everything that I just said on the podcast right now, is that I'm struggling with. I would have loved to do JAG, yeah. and I think that's something that most kids are struggling with, is they don't know where they what they want to do and. I mean, if certain the communication, help with that. communication with, I mean, anyone with our school would be very helpful with like what 
are all of the options we have as students. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that as a high school, we kind of struggle with because I like, I am, I have an internship with Mr. Corley right now and cause I'm interested in this and I want to maybe pursue this later on. And I mean, I didn't really know that until I talked to this man and then we communicated and talked about it more, but like not every student knows about those options or who to talk to about those options. Yeah. I mean, my guidance counselor, I mean, when I talk to her about certain things that I want to do, she doesn't really know where to start or who I should talk to because I personally myself don't know exactly what I want to mm-hmm. do, but I just know that I need help figuring it out. Yeah. And I mean, there's certain teachers that could help with that and there's certain classes that I don't know about that would have helped with that. But it's mm-hmm. too late now because I'm in my senior year. My schedule is set. I can't join any of those classes because it's going to be in second semester. So, I mean, I would have loved to know about things like that previously. So like that's freshman year, or sophomore year, talk about right. a junior year and like junior year, talk about all the requirements you're going to need for your senior year. So like, I feel like a communication, like there's a disconnect from the students with the staff happening. And I mean, that'd be nice to fix and just to maybe we can go to them and be like, this is what we're missing. And since we've already went through it, like, right, this is what you guys might want to fix for next year or try to communicate better next year. Because there's a bunch of students. You're not the only one. There's a lot of people that don't know what they want, what they want to do. And oh, I know. And a lot of those kids also feel singled out like me yeah. as well. We feel very alone and we feel like we don't know kind what of we lost want to do. Or yeah. like we confused. need to know. We feel like the pressure that I think high school in general puts on you and colleges especially and I mean when you're looking up what college you want to go to and you'll find a college you look up their GPA requirements and you'll and look up testing the SAT scores, scores. Yeah, yes. yeah my SAT that scores. stresses you out <laughs> the stress and anxiety alone that school in itself it puts a lot on students and we're all so young like I'm 17 right now and you're asking like I have to answer an essay like what do you want to do and why do you want to do it I have no idea. (laughs) That's my answer. Um, That's a great question. Let me ask myself that and give me like maybe five years to figure that out. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of a struggle and I feel like it's school wide that a lot of people struggle with that. And I also think that something kids are struggling with now. I know I had a conversation with my friend the other day and she was talking about how like mental illnesses are very Mm -hmm. mainstreamed now and very trendy. But to be honest, I honestly could disagree because of the amount of stress that school puts on kids. It is insane. I mean, when you ask your parents to help you with homework, I think any high school student could tell you their parents will say, well, I didn't learn that until I was in college. Why are you learning that right now? The pressure they are putting on us kids is crazy. My mom. No, it's no wonder that, I mean, so many kids are being diagnosed with clinical Mm. depression and Mm -hmm. anxiety and all this stuff because of how much is put on us kids. And so my mom is an extremely smart woman. I love her. Mm -hmm. And I come home and I'm like, um, do you know how to do this? And she's like, what are you even learning? I'm like, um, I I guess they think I'm Einstein. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not really sure either mom. That's why I'm asking. Like, I, I don't know. I just, it's it's hard because you go home and you're trying to get extra help and they're like, yep, I'm getting you a tutor. And I was like, thanks, mom. I was yeah. like, but then I went to my tutor and one of my tutors, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm not really sure how to do this either. And I yeah. was like, yep, that's great. I was like, let's go get a 47% on I this know. math test. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. But then I talked to some of my other friends and I'm like, that's so easy. And they explained it to me and I'm like, yeah, I still don't get it, but thanks yeah. for the help. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, all of our brains are wired differently and it's kind of hard to like pinpoint 
what is so like what's wrong with the school system because it's not just our school it's all high school like people struggle and they get lost and confused I mean this is the perfect time to like you're growing up so like you're getting some more responsibility and you're going out on your own a little bit more and it's right before you go to college so like you're just trying to figure stuff out before you're you sink or swim in the real world that and then I mean I just turned 18 and I am just trying to enjoy my senior year. I'm trying to enjoy this last year that I have it with, with my family, with have. my friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I decide to go out of state, when's the next time that I'm going to get to see my friends or get to see my family? I'm trying to enjoy this, this year last and I cannot enjoy it because of the classes that I have to take because I have to you're staying work up till, yep. my butt off to the maximum to be you're able a, to keep my GPA where it is so that I can get accepted into a college. Andrew, you have a bunch of extracurricular activities. You're in sports. You work and you love your family and you love spending time with friends. So like balancing that, like we don't learn how to balance stuff. We also That's something that I'm learning right now being 18 years old that I probably should have learned a a, while ago. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Just balancing everything that you have to do and like just being calm through it all because like we're all balancing a lot and like you're going to continue to balance more and more as you get older so just learning how to do that at a younger age is going to help you but we get so lost on like how do I have time for all of this and then people get stressed out and just end up not doing it so like some people I have about three hours of homework but I also have to go work a six hour shift after school. How am I going to get it all done? So then yeah. they're up till three in the morning or four in the morning. And then they're crying because they're tired, stressed and yeah. anxious. Some, and- something that I also wish teachers would understand more. I mean, we have eight classes a day. We are here for It's not for just seven. your class. Yep. We and can't we answer here. 45. Right. We're here for problems. seven hours a day. Yeah. Why? I mean... Some of the teachers that I've had in the past and a teacher that I even have now, I mean, will hand me piles and piles of homework. And yes, maybe it's a college course class. Give me a couple days to get it done. I've got so many other things mm -hmm. that I have to get done. It's not just you. And even in college, like I feel like you don't have that class every day. And I mean, we don't have our classes every day because we do have block scheduling. Yes. We have it every other day, but most colleges are uh, once a week class. Some, Some classes are two two days a week but most of them you don't see them often so you have more time to get the loads of homework done right so when when i hear a call i'm in a college class and a teacher's like well you have to do like 46 problems this Mm -hmm. this and this and it's you have to get this to get the curve you got to do and it's just like i have like three days to get this turned in and i also have a sport and i have um two games this week and i have practice till this and i have to go to a team dinner after that and so like it gets me to the point too where i even debate on not doing the sport that i've been doing for the past three years of my life that i've dedicated a lot to Mm -hmm. and i am now i mean i it's to the point where if I were to not do that sport that I absolutely love doing, the things that I love doing outside of school, I almost need to not be doing them. I almost need to quit because my grades would be better mm-hmm. if I didn't have a practice for two hours and 30 minutes a day or if I wasn't doing my job. I mean, I would my grades would probably be a little bit better because your your homework would be completed and yes, then that. you'd more, have more understanding and you But then would again, do look at look at that and I mean, 
what I see is you are putting so much on this child. She cannot do what she wants to do and what she loves to do and, like, and what she's and passionate about more, because she yeah, has to get And it's get causing more stress done. on students because if you don't have a release or you don't have an output and you're just putting more in and in your brain or in your body and you're just getting lost and confused and stressed and you don't have that output, you're going to suffer. You're right. going to not do it good on your test. You're going to stress yourself out more than what you should be. And that's what causes more like mental disorders and, or yes, mental and health. And there's statistics on this all over the internet. I have done some research. I can't find them right now, but there are statistics over all of this stuff. And I mean, what I'm doing right now in speech is do high, does high school classes help prepare kids for the real world, real world issues, real world problems. And I mean, I have looked everywhere and everywhere and it's supposed to be a controversial speech. So I'm supposed to give the pros and the cons. So they do and they don't. The only thing I can find on the internet and on databases is, is that they don't. So my question is, is why hasn't there been a change? Do you know why is something not being fixed? Obviously, something's yeah, yeah. wrong. Do you know what a mortgage is? Because I mean, if you do, will you explain it to me? I don't. And I think that's. I mean, <laughs> and that's another problem is half the kids in this school don't know what a mortgage is or how to manage one. Kids don't know how to pay taxes. Kids don't know Tax. anything about the real world life. I mean, pre calculus is not going to help me pay my <laughs> bills. I promise you, it won't, and I don't need it. <laughs> so why do it I? Have will to take it will help you with project, uh, projectile motion. I think is what you learn in that class. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I don't think I could either, honestly. But, I mean, I, I, I enjoy school. I enjoy learning. And, like, there's, like, random Certain stuff. things, though. Yeah. I mean, and I don't enjoy sitting in pre-cal crying and stressing over one problem because I can't do it. I enjoy sitting in sociology or psychology because like, I like that topic. And, like, you're learning more about how your brain works. Or, yes. And, like, everyone's different. So there are people that like pre-cal and drag and if calculus and if that is you good for you yes because really I'm jealous I, wish of I, you. I, I wish I had your brain because I get in that class and I'm like can I go home yes. I don't want to be here but and the classes I enjoy radio and tv I love this class with I love it and I also love peer because I it's a service thing and I helping others yeah, yeah. and I'm a I'm a, it's my senior year so I really don't have that many classes but I love my speech class I'm in uh, Ivy Tech public speaking, and yeah. I enjoy I enjoy my professor. I enjoy doing the class. I, I just getting up in front of the class and giving a speech. You're finding out right now kind of what you like and where you want to go yeah. and what you want to do, which is fantastic. I wish that I could have that opportunity as well. And I just have to take... I feel like in eighth grade when the counselors came to us and they were like, hey, these are all the classes that you can take in high school. Right. Here are the electives. And you have to have this, this, and this, and this, this, and this your sophomore year. And then you can, if you get all of this, you can graduate with a core 40. But if you do this, then you can have academic honors. And then there's some people in eighth grade, like, I want academic honors, like, really, really mm-hmm. bad. That was me. I want an academic honors really, really bad. And then, so, like, I took um, a higher math class in, in eighth grade. I took a higher, I took Spanish one, which was offered for the first time or second time for in middle school and I took that class and I got to high school and I like took Spanish too and then I got into some my sophomore year and I mean I've never been really yelled at by a teacher before and I wasn't yeah. really like my Spanish is not good <laughs> I know like hola adios yeah, gracias I mean either. like three words in Spanish mm-hmm. um but I dropped Spanish three and I was like I signed up for um sign language 
And then, because they said they were going to offer it, and then they didn't offer it, and then I signed up for it again when they said they were going to offer it again, and they didn't offer it. And then it's my senior year, and I still, like, I could have taken, I could have done French. I didn't, I wasn't that important to me once I got to my sophomore year with graduating from, with honors. And, I mean, if they would have explained more or actually, like, followed through with what they were going to have, and I mean, I know it's sometimes hard to get a teacher that actually knows it and teaches it well. Right. So... Or not many many kids sign up for it. Like I think that was my problem. Um, my junior year was that not enough people signed up to take the class, so they didn't offer. That it. goes back to the flow of information and yeah. not getting around. I mean, yeah, because I, I mean, if I knew they weren't gonna take it, like I signed up for it, but they mm-hmm. weren't like, hey, we're not offering this. I probably would have taken French, just so I could have I my wish, honors. I wish somebody would have told me that. I mean. At this point, I mean, when I'm, I'm not good at math. I've never been good at math. You can see it. I mean, any guidance counselor could look at my records and see I'm not good at math. Anybody <laughs> could look and see I'm not good at math. I Honestly, wish somebody would have told me, you don't need to take that class because right now there's no way I'm going to be able, everything I've worked for the past, for the past three years has been to graduate with academic honors. And now that I'm getting to my last two classes that I have to take to graduate with academic honors, you have to get the grade to pass. I have to get the grade to pass. And you've got to be kidding me. I would have, I mean, and it's all it's going to do is take down my GPA. Mm -hmm. So if I knew that it was just going to do that, I wouldn't have even taken the thing. I wouldn't have even done it. No one really cares that much about your honors in high school. Right. I mean, they don't ask for, like, they are like, what high school diploma did you graduate with when you go to a job? If you went to college, they don't care about your high school diploma. Like, it just. I just wish I had somebody to tell me, look, just take the regular classes. You don't need to prove anything. Yeah. Don't take any of the AP classes. You don't need to. Get your 4.0 GPA taken all regular classes and go to college. Because now I'm stuck. I've taken all these AP and honors all of classes. The, all of the knowledge you've learned, Maddie. I haven't learned anything. <laughs> I haven't learned anything in these classes. I swear. I. That's another thing you, that I'm talking about in my speeches. You, we are designed. They have designed us for the past 12 years to learn things specifically for the test. We are graded mm-hmm. on our, our tests. tests. Mm-hmm. That is what but we've been taught. That's how teachers are paid. That's I, how they were when we were mm-hmm. in third grade, when we would take I-step and I-read and things like that. They're like, you That's have how to pass teachers would be paid. Pa- yeah. That's all I'm saying is that, I mean, we are designed to memorize things and learn things for the test and then to forget about them. Because then when finals learned, roll around. You're like, you, you got to relearn. Yep, you pull relearn everything the basic together. stuff because they don't really quiz you yep. on the stuff that you most likely don't remember because they want you to pass. They don't want you to fail. No, because they get paid for and it. And it, it kind of looks bad on them if uh, the whole class fails. So, <laughs> I mean. It's very true. <laughs> I mean, there's. There's more to it than just the teachers. and That's very true, but they do play a big part. And I don't think that teachers realize how much they do have an impact on us kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I know they have at least 130 kids that they deal with, like, a year or a semester. But each kid, we only have one math teacher. I only have one math teacher for that semester. So that math teacher can make or break what I want to do in my life or can determine, like, my mental health. I'm just saying... They, I wish they understood that more, that they have such an impact. They don't understand. Sixth grade, so, I had a teacher, Mr. Spiker. I absolutely uh, love that man. So if you ever listen to this podcast, I love you, Mr. <laughs> Spiker. You're a great man. He is so funny. He duct taped one of our friends to a chair, and he just made learning so much fun. And I struggled in that class. I'm pretty sure I got that was my first C ever in my life in a class. And 
I did not hate it and I wasn't mad at myself. Like he made it okay to try my best and not succeed. And I mean, C's for some people are C's are succeeding because you're passing the class. Mm-hmm. I'm a I, I go beyond and I enjoy to get an A because it feels really nice. It does but feel very nice. <laughs> but I, I knew, like my sixth grade self, I knew that I did everything I could and I tried to understand and I went and got help. And that helped me because in seventh grade, seventh grade, I had a good math teacher and I enjoyed her. In eighth grade, I had a good math teacher and I enjoyed her and I did all my homework. And I got to go to Kings Island and it like, it built good skills. And then we got to high school and I didn't like my math teacher my freshman year. My sophomore year, I liked my math teacher, but I didn't do very well in the class. My junior year, I ended up liking my math teacher by the end of the year, but throughout the class, I got more annoyed with him mm-hmm. than anything. Sometimes, like, I enjoy him, and he's a good person, and it's just some things bother me, but I ended up learning, and, like, if you go in there and you ask for help, they're going to help you, and they're going to try to explain it in a different way. But most a lot teachers, of people are scared to ask for help. So, like, how can we help people? Because most teachers, I mean, when you go in, I mean, in my experience, I my brain's wired differently than mm-hmm. yours is. And then a lot of the people who have the higher GPAs, I just don't learn things. Even the third time you say it, it takes me a minute to you get the hang of something. You have to go home and so retain when I, it. When, well, when I go in and I ask a question, they'll explain it to me in the same way. Mm-hmm. And they'll, I'll look at them like, can you can you have a say that again please and they will and then i still won't understand because they'll explain it in the same way explain it different each time break it down water it down or like don't you don't need to prove something it's like sometimes teachers have something to prove to you like they say all these big words (laughs) they say all these big words that you don't understand it makes everything 10 times more complicated and i'm like you could just say multiply that with that and that and once you get that answer then i want you to subtract this from it that's all that they need to say. But instead, they make that 10 times harder, and they say it in ways that I can't, like, grasp. But I'm like, well, that was easy. So when I have my tutor come over, I like tutors better than I do teachers mm-hmm. because I mean, they, they, they explain to- at a teenage level. Mm-hmm. And they, like, are like, do well, this, and this, they, and this. And they're very good at, like, picking up on how you learn things. Yeah. So they that's can what I was explain about it differently. Is they'll, they'll listen to what the teacher's saying, and then they'll realize how to do it in the easiest way possible. And that's how my tutor will explain it to me. Mm-hmm. And I wish that teachers could do that. Yeah. Why can't they just explain <laughs> it that way? I mean, uh, that, I think, goes back to maybe teachers have to explain it in a certain way. Or they're trained and, to do that. So or like, I don't know. Or, like, but. that's the one way that makes most sense to them. And that's how they explain it. Right. And like, yeah. so we've been nagging our math, um, math classes. We have. Uh, I'm so it's sorry. It's not your guys' it, fault. It's not your it's fault. Just, it's, it's our brain, honestly. It's, we, yeah. We're not good at math. It's my brain. <laughs> I promise. And I'm sure that they're I mean, irritated with how my brain <laughs> operates too, because it's just not fast moving. Well, I mean, there's probably a lot of other students like you. So yeah. like, it's hard for them. Cause like, think of like, put yourself in their shoes. You're standing up at a up at the front of the class and you have maybe 36 kids in your class and you have to try to explain it in a way that the smartest kid that math comes really easy to them and the kid that struggles the most in class you have to try to and then the average of them math word (laughs) (laughs) Um, you have to find the way that like describes and can like well that's the thing everyone the the smartest kid in the class will be able to understand anything you say to the dumb one which i'm okay with saying because i'm the dumb one so i mean if he's explaining to me it in the dumbest possible way so that i understand the smartest kid should pick up on it 
All right. So I do kind of explain it in the dumb way, please. But I mean, if they, I don't don't know, because like normally this is what I struggle with with math. I get to a question and I'm looking at it and I'm reading it. And first of all, I don't comprehend it because my comprehension skills are terrible. So I have to read it three times through before I'm like, that's okay, my issue is that's I can't break down the problem. I know how to solve it, but I can't break it down. down. Yeah. To get to what you actually have to have solve. To solve. Yeah. And, but then like, that's why I'm terrible at time test. I cannot take a time test because mm-hmm. my brain does no, my, my brain goes, <laughs> <That was awful. laughs> but like, <clears throat> and I just distracted myself with my thought. Moral of the story, I think <laughs> that high schools could do better. Yeah. I think that they could learn from us kids as well and how to do better for the next mm-hmm. generation or well, our kids' generation. Yeah. Well, I here's mean, the thing. So in Pierre, last year, we did a prototype thing, on, like, and we took a problem in our school district, and we were like, this is what we can do to fix it. And... Uh, we went through surveys and we asked questions and we did more than one survey and we went and we asked strangers and we just like got people to like hear their point of view on it and not just the people working on it point of view because I'm sure our administration like they do what they can to do what's best for us for all of us Mm -hmm. and they don't want us to like suffer they don't want us to fail they want us they want us to be pushed and to learn more about our education and learn more and have like a big brain. <laughs> then again, but, sometimes it really does feel like, but at the it same does, time it feels like they don't really care at the same time. That sometimes. It, sometimes it feels like they are, I mean the people that understand it, they're like, great, I'm going to help you. Cause it's just easier. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like that in my personal experience, I have been like, I have felt they don't, I'm a drag to help. Because mm-hmm. I am just such a slow learner, and it's like, come on! I yeah. just said it. Mm-hmm. Why? Ha- why don't you understand? And yeah. were you listening? I've been called out in class before, and I've asked a question that they have just said, and I know that they just said it, but, but they are like, under- "Are you listening? Where are your notes?" And I'm like, "They're right here. I heard what you just said, but I, just I don't, don't understand, understand what it. you just said." Yeah. yeah. So I've been made felt like I'm just such a drag to help, and mm-hmm. I think that there's other kids that have been made. Yeah, that I felt that same way. So more people like I'm not blaming any teachers. I think teachers really do a good job, and I think that the school system does the best they can for us kids, and they, they always put our interests in our interest in first, mm-hmm. our best interest in first. Sorry. <laughs> but they but can yes, still they do better. They and can they, do better. I feel like if they like, if they took the time to actually sit, not even sit down, just send out a freaking Google form survey about things that, A, either we talked about on this podcast or, I mean, they they normally send out surveys, but I feel like they don't listen to them. Or like, they try to come up with a new way. Like, I swear we have a new way of fit every year. And I know that you guys are trying to figure out how to do fit. This way so is that not we the get way. the help that we need. This way no. is not the way because it's I am not, not in math class enough. <laughs> yes. Let us oh. just choose our fits again, yeah. please. Yeah. But that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get started on that. But It's just the communication is probably the biggest thing that we talked about today. The communication with the staff, with the teachers, the teachers to the students, the students with the staff, the students mm-hmm. with the teachers. Like It's a big triangle and I feel like we all could do a lot better on the communication and like it doesn't fall just on the staff or just on the teachers like the students need to do better with communicating but it's also we're young and not all of us have the confidence a or b 
know how to say why they're confused or what they're confused on. Because sometimes I get to a question, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, hey, how do I do this? And they're like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I, don't, d- I just asked you a question. Do not ever <laughs> answer me with another question. That drives me nuts. I will say that right now. The teachers that think it's funny to be like, well, what do you think? Um, I th- I'm thinking about punching you in the mouth right now. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh, I can't stand those teachers. Yeah, that's. Oh, real quick. I think something that's just funny that literally gave me the worst anxiety last year is when the teachers do the popsicle sticks or they do the call out or the popcorn reading (laughs) popcorn oh that frustrates me so much i cried every single day before i I always read the paragraph that we're not on just in case (laughs) i like get called on to read it because i do that too i think everybody does that i can't mispronounce this word i'm gonna sound stupid if i say because wrong i'm like because (laughs) (laughs) i just can't with the teachers that think we are in elementary school and they're like uh, it's the hard classes, too. I won't name this class just because I think yeah. this teacher still likes to do that. And so I've heard. It's just, uh, oh. <laughs> this teacher will have popsicle sticks. I would cry every day before this teacher's class. Every day. Because I knew. And somehow my name was always mm-hmm. called. My popsicle stick was always drawn. Every single time for bell ringer. The probability. Oh, and I would sit there and she would ask me. She'd be like, answer the question. Like, and I would sit there and I, I don't know. Can you just pick a different popsicle stick, please? No, and she'd, she'd be like, like no, ask your try. neighbor. And I'd ask. I was like, what's the answer? And she'd be like, it's 32.9 grams. And so then I would answer that. And she'd be like, how'd you get that? Like, Are you I, serious right I, now? I, I just, just asked, asked Sarah. <laughs> I just asked Sarah how to do it. And Sarah told me the answer. Ask her. I don't know. Oh, the teachers that do that just so the whole class gets a good laugh in. Yeah. The, yeah. They have a special place in my heart. Oh, truly. I'm they sure do. they do. <laughs> I'll never forget those teachers. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I just asked Sarah. <laughs> like, Sarah, how'd you get that answer? Uh, I, I divided this number by this number. Well, that <laughs> I've done that before. I'm like, so how did you get the answer? And she'll give me a rundown, and I'll look at Miss... I'll look at the teacher, and I'm like, I don't know what she said. Please. <laughs> call on somebody else like can you pick a different popsicle stick (laughs) and it got to the point where it was the end of second semester and she was still doing it and i would get i'm not kidding you could ask this teacher yourself and she'd tell you every morning i'd get called on and it got to the point where she would just look at me and she'd be like next one (laughs) just go for it give it a try i'm like Girl, girl, I got a D plus in your <laughs> class. I don't think, I, I think we up, both know. I ended up passing with a B plus both semesters, but I worked for that. Yeah, I worked, worked for worked, that. Yeah, well, oh. that's a good thing. But there's just some things that students struggle with as a whole. And if they, I we can do better. And I feel like we can do better for the kids underneath that, like younger than us that are coming into high school and just, more communication is key communication is key i play volleyball and we can't win a game if you don't communicate and you can't succeed in life if you don't communicate you can't do anything without communication so that's kind of the big thing that we talked about that's everything that is in all of this but i wanted to read a quote i'm trying to find it but it actually really did speak to me it was hold on let me find it i think it's this one so it says 
I'm going to grab this so that I don't mess up. (laughs) Hey, Maddie, can you read paragraph three for me real fast? The amount of times where I've almost started crying while reading is ridiculous, especially when it's in Spanish, too. And he, Mr. Something-something, always asks us to popcorn read, and I'm like, ah! Okay. I pretend like I'm asleep. Okay, let's hear the quote. Okay. (laughs) Says, students are raised in an environment where the college degree is held as gold as held as the gold standard for academic achievement. They're told to study hard, get good grades, and get into a good college and land a good job. They check the boxes for classes and extracurriculars, and it be, and it because it aligns with, not because it aligns with their values or their interests, but because it looks good and it looks appealing to college applications. It's often the case that students have no idea what they want to do, yet they are pushed through the funnel from school to eventually college, where they're overwhelmed by less restrictive environment and experience burnout. Today, 70% of college students graduate with a significant amount of loans, and the total student debt in the U.S. is roughly $1.5 trillion, a staggering amount of debt debt per person that stays with them well into their 40s and 50s on average. Yeah. So I think that's absolutely insane yeah. that kids are just pushed and pushed and pushed just because that's what I mean, that's something that we didn't talk about today. But it's something that I'm going to talk about in my speech is that we are told by every adult that college is what mm-hmm. is going to get us somewhere in life. And, and I think that's, that's crazy, too, because I don't think it's for everybody. School's no. not for everybody. I know that it's not for me. But because I have family members and teachers mm-hmm. that tell me that's what I have to do in order to make a living, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Not because that's what I want to do. If I had it my way, I'd go to school and I'd study art history or I'd study painting and I'd study things that are creative and things that I would study design, fashion. Mm -hmm. I would study things like that because that interests me. I'd study psychology and how the brain works and do something with all of it. But I can't because that's not what pays the bills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's something that I just wanted to touch on, too, because I feel like that's something a lot of kids experience is their parents are like, the society pushes college onto you like it's no other and if you don't go to college you're not going to get a good job if you don't go to college you're not going to make money that's not the case that's Mm -hmm. not true there's so much you can do if you know school is not for you if you struggle with school and you don't feel the need that you need a college degree you don't have to get one you don't. I know school's not for me. I've talked about it this entire podcast. Anybody who's listening to this podcast can understand that school's not my thing. It's not. I enjoy school. I, I struggle with school. I enjoy school. I like school. certain aspects of school. Yeah. But I struggle I with school the pe- because the main classes that I have to take yearly are the classes that I can't don't. do. Yeah. I cannot do. I cannot sit in a in a class where I have to read for an hour and then I have to do like a comprehension quiz over it. I can't do that. I can't sit there and I can't do a 60-question math assignment. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I can sit there and I could listen to a teacher preach about how your brain works and how you have dreams, why people have dreams. I could sit there and listen to that for three hours yeah. because that's what interests me. Mm-hmm. It's certain things like that. But, I mean, I would love to just i mean and it's not that i can't i could go to school for psychology and sociology or behavioral science Mm -hmm. or biology but i mean those i don't know if that's what i want to do because i haven't i've only taken one psychology class in my life but i loved it and i got an a in it Mm -hmm. i was good at it so but like you don't know if you want to go pay the money to get the degree if you only liked one class like how do you know you're gonna like all of them because you only got the chance to take four years of math 
and I've taken one year of psychology and I love psychology. I know that I hate math, but I've taken four years of math. I've taken four years of English and I know that I hate reading and Mm -hmm. I will not read anything they tell me to, but I could write a mean essay. (laughs) I cannot write a mean essay, but my creative stories... Mwah. I can mm-hmm. I can write a story. I can That's sit true. down and I can write. I could write that or a very good argumentative essay. I, I can write an argumentative essay I just because it, <laughs> <laughs> it's just easy, really easy to argue. Just prove why you're wrong and I'm right. <laughs> yes, I meant to say that English is subjective too. Mm-hmm. Controversial, yes, but I meant to say subjective earlier because I mean. If you're analyzing who, text, this who, is what you think you're getting out of who it. Who decides who who decides that you're wrong? If like, you have evidence, to, I mean, something that my teacher right now in English, it's for W131. I'm just going to say her name's Miss Lyons. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's amazing. She tells us all the time. I mean, if you have evidence to back it up, you're not wrong. Yeah. We all have A's in there. We all have 100% in there because nothing you do is you wrong. Find, you find the evidence. And to it's back more it up. writing. It's nothing like, I mean, she'll read, she'll read the stories to us and then we'll have to analyze the text and then we'll have to do writing over it. But it's more so like you have to read these little quotes and then you'll have to analyze the quotes and what they're trying to say to you, what, mm-hmm. how you perceive them, yeah. which one, I like. One thing with English though, um, I had a very good English teacher in eighth grade, Mr. Ribello, um, and I loved his class because like we got to write creative stories. We got to, we had to write essays and, but we also like took time out of the day and he taught grammar. What word, the correct tense of that word, commas, like all the punctuation, like he taught you how to use it properly. And then by maybe my end of my sophomore year, I really forgot all of it because no one freshened up. And I feel like if English, because we've nagged on math this whole time. English, yeah. please bring back grammar and teaching grammar so people sound smarter Very when they true. talk or sound smarter when they ta- type yeah. or write. The grammar that we're learning now is like the Latin root verbs or the Greek root verbs. Which is going to help you on the SAT because you have to be able to break down words and stuff like that. And even I mean, that, not necessarily the like, think about the words that we've learned th- for the past three years. When have you ever used those words? Like, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, the end root verbs. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, actual words and vocab. The it's, SAT words in middle school, um, I still yeah. use some of those in my vocabulary. I still use some of those, too. <laughs> I mean, I think I anybody who's a senior them. right now remembers the word lethargic and tedious. <laughs> <laughs> and you know exactly what those mean. Those are very, those are the words that I'd like to bring back. Like, yeah. some of those words. Not, like, the, the stem endings or the stems well, like, is what I was trying to say. Th- those help you, too, but... It, it just nice to freshen up your vocabulary. Not with real world issues. I don't need to know those for a job interview. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are classes that we have that do help you. But if the teacher doesn't take it seriously enough, it's not going to help you as much. So that's kind of a, I'm just throwing that yeah. out there. That there are classes that you can take that are going to help you in the long run or in life in general. It's very but true. if you don't take it seriously and your teacher doesn't take it seriously, you're just in there for an easy A. You're not going to get anything out of it. That true. Um, but I also wanted to touch on this super quick. Okay. The required classes that we have to take, those don't help us with real world issues. Those don't teach you real world problems and real world issues that you're going to struggle with. Now, you take PCC. Mm-hmm. You take child development. You take a sewing class. A personal relationship You take a class. cooking class. Personal relationship class. You take those classes. Those are what's going to help you with the real world but and the thing is is those classes aren't made mandatory the classes that are mandatory are classes that won't teach you anything on how to land a job on how to communicate with a person on how to have a conversation with somebody how to yeah. take care of a family how to balance life how to 
just communicate those classes don't teach you any life skills they really don't yeah now i understand like they want to give you a broad you want a core 40 degree you're going to get a broad education and then in college you can finally dive into what you want to dive into but i agree i mean I, like i'm not we we need math like but we, high school to college is also a big jump, jump. Mm-hmm. and sometimes like with what i want to major in, i want to major in communications right now and i'm learning more than some other of my future peers because they don't have a radio and tv class with them Mm -hmm. so i'm going to be a little more educated when i go into class but when it comes to math everyone's going to have somewhat of the same level but a different understanding if that makes sense like because everyone took that class but not everyone took that class because you might be taking a pre-cal senior year and take calculus one or if that's the next class i'm not really sure you're like freshman year any other option than calculus i will take that <laughs> i can budgeting do that anymore. <laughs> okay well we kind of dived in deep with yes we did <laughs> and we jumped from place to place today with school but i mean there's a lot that we can talk about and we can probably keep on going and ranting i think but a lot of people could talk about school for endless hours, hours. yes yeah. i mean i enjoy school there's a bunch of stuff that i wish we could change and i hope that we can make a change soon and rather than later but I want to say thank you so much, Maddie, oh, for no joining problem. me. I enjoyed this so I much. I had so no much fun with you. And um, I'll probably bring you back because this I was, would love to. Because this was really fun. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Sorry, this was a lot longer than my last one. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, you're listening to Amazing Grace. I'm Grace Molesky. Have a great day. <laughs>